Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey guys, great to see you here at Healing Journeys Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for all of your support because Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank thank you, guys. Let's dive into the word because this is part three of uh, Hold On to Jesus. But but actually, my title it's not <laughs> it's not right. It is right, but it isn't. Let me explain. Let me explain. There's nothing to worry about. But the thing is, I I need I need to insert this within the topic of you know hold on to Jesus because. I want things practical and I want things simple. And even in the simple and practical uh, um, teaching, it can still be difficult. So right now I just speak that every difficulty, every struggle is taken out in the name of Jesus. And that you have that spirit of wisdom and that spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him. So that the eyes of your understanding are being enlightened while the teaching goes forth in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you so much, Papa God. You're so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So listen, how to hold on to Jesus. There was a part one. There was a part two and now part three. And if you have not heard my sessions on Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus, I suggest or advise actually that you also listen to that. Otherwise you will think, why did she say that? Why did she say that? Well, in this, this time that I'm having, I cannot, it's just, I cannot get everything, you know, uh, uh, right spot on for everyone, you know, <laughs> it's just, there's no time because I would have to teach a lot of other stuff before this, but now how to hold on to Jesus. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the word that became flesh. John chapter one tells us that chapter one, verse 14, Jesus is the word. He's the word that became flesh. So he took upon himself a flesh, you know, and bone and blood body, just like we have. Now, who is Jesus more? You know, because I also spoke about that, that Jesus, he listened inside of us. So we cannot see him. We cannot feel him. You know, we cannot smell him. <laughs> I guess he smells so good. But we cannot smell him. You know, he's a rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley. So I, I do believe he smells so good. But we cannot smell him. We cannot, you know, we cannot hear him audibly. Some people, they have heard uh, his voice audibly. I haven't. Maybe one time, but it was not like, Cindy, go and do that. Why? Because he's living on the inside of me. So if someone is living on the inside of me, it's like I'm inside the house with you. So you're right here next to me. Why would I be shouting like, hey, you heard? <laughs> Why would I be shouting? I'm right there with you. So his voice, it's from, it comes from the inside out. So that's Jesus. He's living on the inside, and it's too much to explain where he is. He's in your spirit, you know. He's, he's right there. When you said yes to Jesus, he came to live on the inside of your new creation part, the spirit part. Now, 
the difficulty lies there because we cannot see him. You can see me. So that's why people say, can you pray for me? Can you stand in agreement? Can you, uh, can you, you know, because you see me. So people can place a trust in people, but actually we should not place trust in people. Don't place your trust in me. Place your trust in Jesus. Now I showed you Jesus. He's the word that became flesh. Now that word, Psalms 107, starting at verse 19, I always start at verse 19 because it says, he delivered uh, us from distress. So I always say no stress here because he already delivered us from that. And then it says, he sent his word. He sent his word. He sent his word. He sent his Jesus, the word that became flesh and heal us so that's why i'm saying you hold on to jesus now listen to this text because this is a text actually that we're standing on that is from proverbs 4 and i always say proverbs a proverbs a day keeps sickness away <laughs> and you can fill in every single problematic situation it keeps it away a proverbs a day i love i adore proverbs Man, the first time that I got into Proverbs, I cried because I was like, man, I was so dumb. Man, I was so naive. Man, I really didn't know anything. Man, it was so good. So Proverbs, Proverbs, Proverbs. Now, uh, Proverbs 4, starting at verse 13, take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her. For she is your life. Now, it doesn't say take firm hold of Jesus. So it's not written Jesus. But Jesus became to us wisdom. And where is that wisdom in the word? It's everywhere in the word. But in Proverbs, it's so obvious. You see that wisdom. Jesus is the person wisdom. Jesus is the instruction. Jesus, you know, he's the favor. He's the blessing. Because Jesus is all those things. Jesus is the faith. Jesus is the health and the healing. Jesus is the pro, uh, provision, provider, prosperity. Jesus is the restoration, the 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 repairment. Jesus is the, uh, well, you name it. Everything that's good, it's Jesus, you know. And He's living right there in the inside of you. Jesus is the joy. Jesus is the peace. Jesus is the love. Jesus, you know, that's Jesus, and He's right there, alive on the inside of you. Okay. So you take firm hold of instruction. You take firm hold of Jesus. Do not let go. Keep him because he's your life. And why it says here for she is your life. But the thing is, if you go to the same chapter, Proverbs 4, but we're going to drop um, uh, down. Not, yeah, drop down to first uh, starting at first 20. My son, give attention to my words. You probably have heard that before. Give ear, incline your ear to my sayings. Now, what does this look like? You know, in the New Testament, because we're a new covenant people, New Testament people, um, what does that look like? It sounds like the day that Papa God said, this is my son, hear him. This is my son, hear him. Why would Papa God say that? Because Jesus is the word. We need to hold on to the word and its instruction, its wisdom, its understanding, its knowledge, its revelation, knowledge, everything that's therein, and it's Jesus. Hear him. 
hear Jesus. And he's telling us, my son or daughter, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Well, we sometimes do. I know I did and sometimes still do. My focus shifts. Now, you are all there. You know, you can see me. And what if we are talking and now my focus shift, right? And can I still talk to you? This looks a bit weird, right? But I'm still thinking that I'm talking to you, but I'm looking right there. My focus has shifted. And our focus shift a lot of times when you're in pain, a lot of symptoms, things are happening, diagnosed of the doctor, you saw your, your, your uh, medical file, you heard what happened to so-and-so, so it might also, it can also happen to you. You look around in the world, what is happening? It looks, there's no help, there's no hope. So your focus shifts and you're no longer looking to what we should, you should be looking at. So do not let them depart from your eyes. And that's the word because we don't have Jesus. Well, I know he's here. I know he's with me. And I cannot explain it to people how I know that. It's a spiritual thing because the word is spirit and life, you know. So it's a spiritual thing. I just know that I 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 know that, I know that. He, he's here. He's here. But you cannot see him. I cannot see him. I cannot touch him. You know, Jesus. No, he is here right here on the inside. And the thing is, he is the word. So that's why Papa gave us up like a, something like a manual, a textbook, you can say. And we can find who Jesus is, what the word Jesus tells us. That's why I say hold on to Jesus. Okay. Do not let him depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Well, this is something your heart, your heart, your heart. <laughs> Out of it flow all the issues of life. It's what, what is abundance in your heart, your mouth will speak. So we need to keep our heart, uh, how do you say that? Good ground. You know, like Mark chapter 4 talks about, the heart is actually the good ground, but we need to keep it like that. If I, if I don't want to forgive people, it is in my heart. Things will, you know, be in my heart. Unforgiveness, it will creep into my heart. If, you know, I keep condemnation alive because, no, you don't know what I've done. No, and I'm condemning, condemning myself or I'll let other people condemn me. It will creep into my heart. So that's why he says, no, don't keep those things in your heart. Yeah, but I've been sick for a long time. The sickness crept into the heart. No, no, don't let it creep into your heart. Just tell it to get out, move out, pack up your bags, leave in the name of Jesus. Keep this, the word, keep the word in the midst of your heart. Mm. Because for they are alive to those who find them. When you are sick, you need life. When a loved one is sick, the loved one needs life. They are alive. They are alive. They are alive. They are alive. Let's go back to the previous uh, verse, verse 13 that I started with. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her for she is your life. Life. We need that life. So... Um, they are alive to those who find them and health, health to all their flesh. Okay, so.
So when you hold on to Jesus, when you hold on to the word, simply said, when you hold on to the word, something happens. And then people go immediately, oh, yes, I know, confession, but where, what if it works? Stop doing that. Because people, they just jump to their own conclusion. Just relax and keep on listening. Just relax in the name of Jesus. Because it's held to our flesh. What is held to our flesh? The word. The word, Psalms 107, starting from verse 19, verse 20, verse 21, that says that he delivered us from distress. He sent his word and healed us. What healed us? The word. So hold on to the word of healing, of health, of divine health, of life. Do you know that Jesus, one of his names is Prince of Life? Do you know that the word, I think it's in Psalms 119, is called the fountain of life. I might have that address wrong, but it's the fountain of life. We have the fountain of life. That's why I'm talking about hold on to Jesus, but it's it's literally hold on to the word, no matter what is happening. Hold on to the word. Now, a man who did that is a man named Abraham. You can find all about him, you know, in the book of Genesis, but also Romans 4, starting from first. Well, actually, I always start from verse 16. And then you just read on and verse 19, verse 20, you know, it talks about he did not consider his own body. Why not? Because he wasn't focused on his body. He was focused on the promise of God, the word that God had spoken to him. And he did not uh, consider his own body already dead since it was about 100 years of age, not the deadness of Sarah's womb. And then it also tells us that he was not weak in faith. He wasn't, oh, sorry, he wasn't wavering at the promise of God through unbelief, you know, but he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. So this man understood something about holding on to what the word, the promise told him. And this man lived in the old covenant. Jesus had not died. So he could not say who himself were my sins in his own body on the tree that I haven't died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes I were healed. So body, I command you alive. He didn't say that because it was old covenant. That scripture was not there yet when he was alive. And yet he got the promised child. Yet he gave glory to God. Is it also possible for us? Yes, of course, because Jesus came. The word, he came, he became flesh. <laughs> he fulfilled it all. Christ has redeemed us, Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, curses everyone who hangs on a tree. He hung on that cross. So, okay, but now, I want to make it practical and place now a different portrait because there is a mechanism in which this, these things holding on to the word, how, how to practically, how to practically listen closely. Don't get distracted right now, but just listen closely to this. Let's go to the book of Romans. And man, if we would just understand this, 
book of Romans chapter 10, starting at verse 6. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. The righteousness of faith. Well, to be healed, you need to believe. So you need to have trust. You need to have confident trust. You need to have faith. The righteousness of faith speaks. So speaks in this way. So there's something with speaking. There's something with words. We already know Proverbs 18. When you start at verse 20, let just let us jump there very fast. If I'm very fast, <laughs> my new Bible, getting there, getting there. Proverbs 18 and starting at first on uh, 20, because we all know verse 21. Well, not everyone, maybe, but a man's stomach shall be, listen closely, shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. So there's something with the word. There's something with your words. There's something with your words. Then verse 21 of Proverbs 18. Death and life. Well, we talked. We just talked about that life. You know, take firm hold of instruction. Don't let go. Keep her for she is your life. You know, life. These words that I'm now speaking, they are spirit and life. And these words, when you find it, they are life to those who find it and health to all our flesh. All our flesh. It doesn't matter if it's your organs, if it's your toes, if it's your nails, if it's your hair, if it's your cells. It's health to all your flesh. It's life and health. Okay. So, on um, death and life are in the power of the tongue. There's, so there's something with speaking. There's something with speaking, and there's still people they don't believe me. They don't. They they say no, no, no. God just has to heal me. He already did. Jesus already came two thousand years ago. He's alive on the inside of you. And then they keep on saying no, Cindy. You don't understand my situation. I might not understand your situation, how severe it is, but no matter how severe, Papa God already healed you through Jesus on the cross 2,000 years ago. And there's something with our speaking. Okay. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Romans 10, verse 6. And now we're going to drop down. I'm going to skip a few verses. And I'm going to start at verse 8 from Romans chapter 10. But what does it say? Listen closely. The word is near you. It's where? It's near you, but where? It's in your mouth. It's in my mouth? Doesn't that mean that I need to speak it? How can I make holding on to the word and Jesus practical? I need to speak it. I need to speak it. That's how I'm holding on. That's how I'm keeping my life. That's not, that's how I speak the health to all my flesh. It comes from my mouth. Okay. So the word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. Because this is a mechanism. The heart and the mouth. The heart and the mouth. The heart and the mouth, they go together. Because out of the abundance of your heart, whatever is abundant in your heart, your mouth will speak. Whatever your heart is filled with, your mouth will speak. So you just check. 
you just check upon yourself. You know, when people are speaking with me, they can say all great things, you know. Yeah, and I, I found in uh, this chapter of blah, 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 and I'm so in faith. But you don't have to impress me. What are you speaking? Because it's all about sowing and reaping. What I sow, I will reap. And I sow with my mouth because there's power in my tongue. Okay, so there's a mechanism how to hold on to the word. Your heart and your mouth, these two devices are actually as one. One doesn't function without the other. Listen to this. That is the word of faith, which we preach that if you confess, and this is the way people got saved, but it's also the way you get healed. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, you see the heart and the mouth working as one. You see that? Um, and believe in your heart that God is raising from the dead, you will be saved. So somewhere you heard the word because we also have to go there. Uh, verse uh, 17. So then faith comes by hearing. But let me say it again. Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus. Jesus is the faith. So then faith comes by hearing. So then Jesus comes by hearing. Knowing Jesus comes by hearing and hearing by the word. By the word who? The word Jesus. By the word that gives you life. By the word that heals all your flesh. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, doubt comes by hearing, <laughs> yeah, and hearing by the word, words of doubt. Fear comes by hearing and hearing by the word of fear. Condemnation comes by, it's all the same because it's the same mechanism. Because whether it's doubt, whether it's fate, whether it's fear, whether it's condemnation, whether it's worry, whether it's stress, because those things actually crept into the heart and then sickness came out of that as a result. So listen, no matter what you're hearing, it's either death or life. It's either doubt, sickness, fear, condemnation, unbelief, stress, worry, you name the whole negative list, or it's fate. It's help, it's healing, it's blessing, it's favor, it's peace, and it's all the word. Okay, so I show you, I showed you the mechanism. Your heart and your mouth work as one. Okay, how do you hold on to the word? You believe in your heart and you speak out of your mouth. Now, if you don't believe that because, yeah, yeah, Cindy, yeah, you're always talking about words and your mouth and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to do that. It's too hard. Uh, I've been doing that for 20 years. Nothing has happened. If nothing has happened, maybe you did not believe, but you thought you believed, or maybe you had faith, but there was also unbelief, also coming out, out of that same mouth. Now, listen to uh, Psalms 91 and verse 2. I will say of the Lord. So I need to do something. I need to speak. I will say. Okay, so there's something with 
the saying part. You know, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I just showed you how righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Now go with me to Mark chapter 11. I know it's a, a, a little bit much um, Bible verses, but I need to do that. Otherwise, people think that I'm just spouting my own philosophy, and I'm not. It's not Cindy things, Cindy's philosophy. No, this is the word. Listen to Mark 11. Let's start at verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, he was spoke, speaking to the disciples, but it's speaking to us as well. Have faith in God. Again, the heart, the heart, the heart. We need to have faith in God. What is that faith of God? Faith is you walking, talking, acting in agreement with Papa God. And just knowing that it's already, everything is already done deal. Health and healing, it's already given to you. That is the grace. It's his grace. And you are just attaching your faith to that. To a word, a promise, you know, and you attach faith to that. And then what happens is you will have to decide results somewhere. But listen to this because there's also still a middle part. But have faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. Don't consider your own situation, your own body, your own cells already dead. Nor the deadness of your situation or the diagnosis or whatever. You know, that's Romans 4.20. That's faith. Okay, listen. Verse 23, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says, whoever acts, whoever does, whoever thinks. No, it says whoever says, speaking, 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 speaking. What you say, you will reap. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you will also reap. But we sometimes forget what we sow or what we have sown from our mouth, you know. So, and why did this happen to me? Mm. Your mouth, your tongue. Be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his where? In his heart. Heart again, the heart because the heart and the mouth it's one thing, it's one connection. They're attached, they're just you know, they work together. How to hold on to the word? Your heart needs to believe the word, it needs to believe the word of health and healing that you're seeking. It needs to believe that if it does not believe it, or maybe it believes it, but there's still a fear, there's still a doubt, then there's still unbelief. Then you need to get rid of the unbelief. I know, I know. I'm not saying that to condemn you because a lot of people, they just jump in it. Oh, don't talk about unbelief. People, man, if we have to get rid of unbelief, let's get rid of unbelief. If we have to get rid of fear, let's get rid of fear. If we have to stop stress, let's stop stress because stress will place a poison in your body. Do you know that stress, it just wrecked bodies? And we can't stop that. But people don't believe me when I say that. No, because you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I know the word. So be removed. So you can say, be removed, be cast into the sea, and don't doubt in your heart. Listen to what it says. But believe that those things he says will be done. He or she will have whatever, whatever he says. Now, what, what am I talking about? The moment you understand that this word, 
it's your instruction book, it's the wisdom, it's the knowledge, it's the revelation, it's got the faith for your health, for your it's got everything, everything. But it's Jesus, it's a person, Jesus, who's living on the inside of you. But because you cannot see it, it becomes like, oh, oh, what? I don't understand. Uh, 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 uh. <sighs> Relax. He is right here. But how to hold on to him, how to draw out what's already there, your mouth. But your mouth is in cooperation with your heart. The mouth, it cannot, you know, speak something that it doesn't believe because it will not speak it. Or it will speak it and eventually it will, the heart will believe it because it's on repeat. If, if there's on repeat uh, and you're saying that you're going to die, you're going to die, you're going to die, and that's on repeat, I'm so sorry. But your heart somewhere will yeah, take that and say, ah, oh, that's the truth. But it's not because God gives life to the dead. You know, he, he speaks life. These are words of life, fountain of life, prince of life. So that heart and that mouth, these two devices, let me point heart here and mouth here. These two devices are connected to each other. Now, how do I hold on to that word? By believing in my heart and speaking out of my mouth. The word, and I speak according to the word. Because when I do that, something happens. First, hope came. When you hear the, you heard the teaching, so hope came. And then faith started coming. And that faith, you know when you're in faith. No one has to tell you. You know that you're healed. I can teach you and tell you, you are be healed but if you consider your legs oh they're still not working if you consider up oh, my hair it still hasn't grown up oh, i still see the spots so that's why i'm not healed cindy prayed for me but i'm not healed there's something you don't understand real faith is not considering his own body you know just like abraham that's why it is in the word is not considering the deadness of the situation because I can speak life over the deadness. I can speak life over my body. There's a heart-mouth connection. That's how I hold on to the word. But now, how can I get that healing to physically manifest? It's the same thing. It's my heart believes it, that everything that I need is already here on the inside of me. Now I'm not rejecting Jesus no more. I'm acknowledging Jesus. Jesus, you are my help. Jesus, you are my healing. Jesus, you are my faith, my hope. You know, he's, he's all those things. Okay, now that I know that, my heart takes it. This is the truth. And if somewhere I feel like, oh, but what if I don't see my physical healing manifestation? If I would be in that situation, I would still pump up my faith by speaking the word by his stripes. Cindy, you were healed. Cindy, you were healed by his stripes 2,000 years ago. Even if you cannot see it, if you cannot feel it, taste it, touch it, it doesn't matter. You are healed. That healing is already yours. So you just take it by faith, Cindy. I would just pump myself up with the scriptures on health and healing because that's what we're talking about here. But you can place it in any situation. And then when my heart takes that and I can just, I can get rid of fear. I can get rid of stress or worry, condemnation and whatever tries to block or tries to hinder 
Because I can say, no, stop. I bind you. Matthew 16, 19, Matthew 18, 18. Stop it. I can take thoughts captive. You know, you can do that. I can speak to my heart. Ah, don't be troubled. Yeah, but Cindy, uh, this and this didn't happen. Ah, 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 I know hope deferred makes heart sick. Ah, ah, heart, you're listening to my voice. You see, still the same mechanism going on. And then when my heart has taken it and received this, this is what I believe. By his stripes, I was healed. I were healed. I was healed. I am healed. I stay healed. I'm the healed 2,000 years ago. It doesn't matter what I'm seeing. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. Now my mouth needs to do something. And now I can start taking authority by commanding what I know is mine. Because now I know it's mine. It's mine. And that's why I take authority. That's why I command if I don't see it yet. But even if I take authority and I don't see it yet, do you know? That doesn't face me. Because I know one thing. I am healed. So a few days ago, uh, I had a Bible study with my church. And I said to them, even if you are crippled and you walk on the street, but you believe that you are be healed, you are healed, so you're holding on to the word, even though you're still crippled, but you believe that you're healed, someone can shout and say, hey, hey, crippled one, hey, you, you who's crippled, hey, do you know you would not even turn your head you would not even think the person was talking to you because the only thing you know is I am healed. By the stripes of Jesus, it had nothing to do with me. And that was his grace. It had nothing to do with us. It is just effortless. But that's something I have to talk about in another session. But it's effortless. He went to the cross. You did not. He took stripes on his back. You did not. You know, he went that road. You did not. He went into hell before, you know, and and for us. And he took those keys of death. You did not. And when I say you did not, I also say I did not. It has nothing to do with me. He already did it for me. And 2,000 years ago, when you were not born, I was not born. You were not sick, I was not sick. He already gave it. He did it. And the moment we say yes to it, the moment we, we stand in agreement, we accept it. Something happens in the heart. And now I can speak and I can command into physical manifestation what I want to see. And it's not that difficult. But my heart first has to believe that. If you don't believe that he has already done it, First, get that part like, okay, he has already done it. Where can I find it? In the word. You know, you can find out that Jesus, he already came. He already died on the cross. And what was the atonement? You can find it in the word. So you can see that health and healing, it is in that atonement. It is in that benefit package. When you said yes to Jesus, the whole package was downloaded to you. But you cannot see a healing. You, we cannot hear a healing. So that's why it's like, ah, but it hasn't happened yet, Cindy. Ah, I don't know. You prayed, but ah, when so-and-so prayed, I went to the conference, they prayed. It was still the same symptoms, even got worse. And then people, they get discouraged. And then hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yeah, that's what happened to me, Cindy. Hope deferred. You have a mouth. And you have a heart. 
and you can hold on to that word. You can, you know, take from hold of this instruction that I'm actually teaching, the heart and the mouth connection, and then you step and get into faith again. It's like exercising. If my body hasn't exercised for 10 years, well, then I first have to get it to get used to exercise again. You know, get the weights on, start exercising. And then when the body is more adjusted to exercising, then I start running or whatever, you know, difficult things that people do with an exercises. So you first get your faith up there. How do you do that? With the word. How do you do that? You speak the word. <laughs> faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So, and then when you're pumped up, that's when you take the same mechanism, the heart believes it, yay! Health and healing is on the inside of me. I'm just going to draw it out because it's here. And then your mouth starts speaking. So you can say, well, according to, and then you take the healing scripture that you're standing on. Because I got certain healing scriptures that they just cling and cleave to me, stick to me like glue because they always pop up in my head. First Peter 2.24 is one of them, but Jeremiah 30.17 and Psalms 107 uh, from verse 19, 20, 21, you know, it, it's just there. Now, then my mouth starts saying, on account of, you know, maybe for you it's uh, uh, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5b. It doesn't matter if it's a health and healing scripture, you take it. And on account of that health and healing scripture, the faith for the healing is inside of it. So when you speak it, Boom, that faith just springs up and it goes into your ears. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God because it's the word of God. And then because you know it is mine, it is mine, you can start taking that authority and commanding. I command you eyes. You have 2020 vision in Jesus' name. You curse what you don't want to have and you say what you do want to have because you will have whatever you say. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, you know, I will say of the Lord. You need to speak it. This is how the righteousness of faith speaks. Jesus said, whosoever shall say, you know, speak, say, say, say. And then when you take your authority, you can just say things like, uh, I always do this. I always thank Papa God. Thank you, Papa God, that you already healed me. And then I place in it what I need healing of or from or whatever in the name of Jesus. Ephesians 5.20. You can just go and check that first out. And then I just take my authority because I'm praising Papa God for what he already did. I believe he already gave me that healing. You know, yesterday there was um, this great prophetic teacher, my friend Esther. And um, one day I will bring her on. She's so great. But something tried to attack her. And, you know, she didn't call me. She didn't call no one. She was alone in the house. You know what she did? And it was severe. But she just started speaking because she knew I'm already healed. It's already done. I need to have my heart in agreement and my mouth in agreement with my heart because that's, you know, that goes together. And then she started, she took her authority and the thing left her body. And that's why it's not difficult. It might be different. And it looks difficult when you don't keep your eyes, you know, on the word when your focus has shifted so let me leave it uh to here there are so many more scriptures i know because there are always always people who think that yeah but you're teaching you didn't say this and you didn't use that scripture listen 
I'm teaching right now and it's Holy Spirit. He prompts me or he gives it into my mind. I don't have any, how do you say that, uh, notes on what to teach. He just drops maybe a Bible first or a, a title in my, my mind. And then he teaches and I know it's him. So that's why maybe I, I'm not using the Bible verses that you would use. But that doesn't mean that the teaching is not right. So very simply put, you start believing in your heart and get rid of all those stony things that can, you know, come up in your good ground. That's your heart. And just start taking them out. Whatever it is, you can because Jesus has already given you the authority to do so. You can speak against whatever you don't want to have. Okay, and then when you get the heart and the mouth in agreement, you believe in your heart, you start speaking. Oh, I know you've already done it, Papa God. Thank you so much. You have your own praise party. Ooh, thank you that I'm healed. Thank you that I can walk again in Jesus' name if it's your legs. Thank you that this psoriasis uh, or whatever the name is, I cannot come up with a sickness, disease, or ailment, or death, you know, thank you that you uh, gave me life in Jesus' name, life in my bones, life in my cells in Jesus' name, woohoo, thank you, and you're not doing that to peek and see, are you going to give me my healing, are you going to heal me, no, because he already did, so you just know it's done, and then you start taking your authority, and you say, in the name of Jesus, or I curse, whatever the sickness is, I curse the the psoriasis, the arthritis, the whatever type of sickness and disease, I curse you, I command you die, I, I just speak death over you, or I kill you, um, you know, everything you want done with the sickness and the disease. And then you say, and I command, restoration in this part of my body i command you know so it's all where does it come from the mouth the mouth but my heart needs to believe it that's the mechanism how to hold on to the word the word is jesus everything that you see in the word faith love kindness uh goodness of uh, every good thing health healing restoration it is jesus it's the person jesus well, because you cannot see him and you cannot touch him, it, it's so difficult for people because we are really naturally minded. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So I'd rather have you have the life and the peace. So I'm speaking in the name of Jesus, teaching from the word and giving you what the Holy Spirit gave me so many years ago. And it's, it just has become a lifestyle, the way you can do it. Use that mechanism and then use your mouth to speak in authority. The authority will not work if I am in unbelief. It will not work if I'm in fear of I'm going to die. It, because the fear will cripple me. It will, you know, bind me somewhere. But if I just know, yeah, yeah, the diagnosis of the doctor is dead. But okay, Holy Spirit, show me what to do because it's according to my faith. He will help you. So there's too much to talk about in one session. Just if you haven't heard uh, what I said or things have slipped, you just go back to the session. It's something I always do. 
I don't listen to a session just one time. I see people do that. And then they go, oh, do you have something else for me? Because I'm all fired up. And I'm like, have you really heard everything in that session already? I'm not like that. If Holy Spirit tells me to go and listen to something else, I will. But I'm not like that. I'm like, mm, I'm going to listen to it again. And sometimes I listen to one particular part 10, 20 times over and over because something catches my heart. Something, it just, you know, it, it just jumps out. I listen and I listen again. And so I write it down and I listen and I listen again. Oh, this is, if it's like a mechanism, it's like a way things, Papa God does things, I will write it down and check it with the word. And if I find it there, I will use it. So guys, let me see. Chrissy, I think my mistakes hold me back from believing I must do and speak better. Wonderful, Tizila. Um, yes, because whatever mistakes we have made, do you know that he's, Papa God, he has already forgiven us? And the health and the healing was not based on our mistakes or on our goodness or our righteousness. No, it was already given when we were still dead in trespasses and sins. It is his great love with which he loved us that he gave it to us. So it's, it's that grace. So just stand on that grace. And from that grace part that's already done, and you've given it to me, and I didn't do anything to deserve that. From that place, you start speaking. And even if your heart tries to condemn you, or you, you know, people try to condemn you, you just say, but I'm forgiven. Those mistakes, I've done that. It's in the past. and. With mistakes, I always tell people, go a lot into Proverbs because it will transform your mind, renew your mind, give you the wisdom, the insight, the, the, the preservation, the discretion, you know, the instruction, everything that we need. And also ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I don't want to make that mistake again. I'm so sorry, you know? So th those are things that we can do. Let me see. Alisa, so much pain and not sleeping. Please pray for me to get my eyes of the symptom. Well, I really like this prayer because you are asking the right question. And in the name of Jesus, I speak that your focus and your eyes will just be taken off and get off of the pain and the symptoms and everything that's going on and go on to the word. Because that word is your health and your healing. And I speak to that pain in your body. I command you stop speaking. You unclean lying thing in Jesus name. And I speak your sleep is sweet in the name of Jesus. And every symptom you bow down to the name of Jesus. And I speak you symptom free in Jesus name. Let me see. Tracy. I touch and agree with you now. I too have ringing in my left ear and I command it to stop for the both of us in Jesus name. I don't know for who that is, but I agree that it stops and uh, your health. So in the name of Jesus, I just speak that that ringing stop. Do you know that it, it can stop? It has to stop in Jesus name. And I speak your whole body is Walking in divine health in Jesus' name. A son speaks depression. He needs salvation and sound of mind. Well, for people 
you know, if it's a person because they have our own free will, we just pray every single time that we can, every single day, because they they nullify the prayer sometimes because they are like, they feel like, oh, I need to receive Jesus. And then they go like, oh, no, because man, whatever the reason is. So I'm going to pray for your son, Patty. But this prayer, you might need to, you know, pray every day because it is a person. I can only take uh, and you can only take authority over the spirit behind it. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak that however, the God of this world has blinded your son's eyes. I command that the light, that precious light of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ now shines upon him in the name of Jesus. And I, I break that blindness in Jesus' name. I break the powers of darkness, of powers of antichrist, powers of unbelief or disbelief or doubt in the name of Jesus. And I command him set free in Jesus' name to choose uh, the right uh, person, Jesus. I speak laborers on his path. And that laborer can be a book, can be a video, can be a movie, can be a person. Uh, things and people that he relates to, that he will listen to in the name of Jesus. I speak that his soul, wherever it's attached to things that he should not be attached to, I speak that loosened in Jesus' name. And I just speak and I thank you, Papa God, that this son of Patty, he is so healed, free from depression because depression, I bind you in Jesus' name. And I command that to die in the name of Jesus and that he is so free and that he chose for the Lord Jesus Christ in, in the name of Jesus. I'm already having a party right here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the saving of his soul, of his mind, of his heart, of his body, of everything. And that he just becomes a new creation in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Um, please pray for me to keep my eyes off the symptoms, but on the word, I really like that. So in the name of Jesus, your name is Cindy. Cindy, I just speak that your eyes... I stop it. Get off the symptoms in Jesus' name. Symptoms, you quiet down. I command you stop raging in that body in Jesus' name right now in the name of Jesus. And I just speak that you keep your eyes on the word, that by his stripes, you already were, was, and is healed 2,000 years ago in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Papa God. In Jesus' name, Brina, please pray for me to not give up. Well, Brina, you don't have to give up because if you got the Lord Jesus Christ on the inside of you, you got the encourager, you got the encouragement, you got the hope, you know, it's all Jesus. You got the faith, you got the life, you got the strength. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So in the name of Jesus, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give that devil, you know, an opportunity to have a praise party over you. No, no, no because he's under your feet whatever is going on it's whatever the 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 spiritual uh demonic thing is it's under your feet so i just speak you don't give up i speak renewed strength i speak your thoughts are lined gonna line up with the word of god and you keep your mind on the things of the word and then papa god will keep you in perfect peace so you will never ever have to say i want to give up I was the biggest quitter. I wanted to give up, but I'm still here. So don't give up in Jesus' name.
Sunday Cindy, please pray for me. Oh, what is the time? I've had autoimmune disease for 30, 20 years, pain, fatigue, burning, lung ulcer, and much more. I need healing in my heart too. So first things we need to get to the root. So in the name of Jesus, I speak to that disappointment and the fear and the unbelief. I bind that in Jesus' name. And I speak instead of disappointment, you will see that the word is the truth and it trumps disappointment. Instead of fear, because God has not given you a spirit of fear, I speak that that spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind takes over in the name of Jesus. And that at unbelief, I bind that and I command it to go. But I can do that. It's better if you do that yourself by saying these same words that I just spoke. You bind what you don't want to have, and then you speak what you do want to have. And then you just speak that you're, you are standing in faith. Take the word, build yourself up in faith again, because the foundation needs to be right. Someone talked about uh, uh, their marriage, and they said from the beginning, the marriage was not good. And I said, but that's the answer. It's the same as building a house. If here... In the foundation, when you want to build a house, the foundation is not good, the cracks will show. If we have a plant, and I got my beautiful, oh, I just love this, it comes from my garden. Ooh, my olive tree. If something in the roots of my olive tree is not right, I will see it where? On the leaves. So what you're seeing now, it comes from this foundation. So. In the name of Jesus, I just speak, no matter how many years, it doesn't matter. It's all possible for Papa God to take it away. And why? Because he already did that. So I speak in the name of Jesus. That spirit of infirmity, I bind it. Every spirit of death, I bind it in Jesus' name. And I speak life into your body. I speak health to your flesh in Jesus' mighty name right now. And then you will see. Things will go. I can see that you will recover. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. You found yourself getting a little anxious about some things you've been commanding into existence. Ah, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, I understand. And that anxiety, I just command that to go in Jesus' name. And that that place is filled with that faith again, with that trust, that confident trust. Because even though we don't see it, that doesn't mean it, it doesn't work or it hasn't happened. It will work. And I'm always thinking about my cash. I, it's like, I'm not elevating him, but it's like his story is just so, it's so real because that tumor was seen on his chest. You could see it. And yet this guy found out you've already got it. You know, he was already also in the word. And when he heard the teaching from Andrew, you've already got it. All of a sudden something clicked. He was like, yeah. I've already got it. I'm already healed. And the thing was, he could see it, but he believed that he was healed. And the thing started shrinking. <laughs> what if he did not believe that it was already a done deal? We would not have a, the, one of the best teachers, Mike Hesh. It's, you know, and the guy saw it. It was right here. And he was walking with it after he had that revelation. And he knew, yeah, I'm healed. He never thought about it, never looked at it. He just knew, oh, I'm healed. And then his wife said, Caroline, she said one day, because she was wrapping the thing, you know, she said, hey, Mike, I think it's getting small. And he was like, yeah, 
what else can it do? And then he said, you know, the only way his body could go is healing. I kept that in my mind. I was like, he could see it, literally see it. He believed it with all his heart. Okay, guys, I have to go. So if I did not see your, your questions or your prayer requests or your testimony, I'm so sorry. But I also have to go. But I just speak peace over every single one of you in Jesus' name. And I speak, you are healed in the name of Jesus. I curse every single sickness, illness, ailment in the name of Jesus. I speak, you are the healed in Jesus' name. And I command that every eye, just eyes, you just open up, eyes of faith, open up and see the truth. Just, I command things will click on the inside in the name of Jesus. And then you will take firm hold of this instruction. You don't let it go. You keep her because it's your life. It's Jesus, the Prince of life. And we thank you, Papa God. I thank you, Papa God, for every single healing, every single health, every single uh, uh, good thing that comes out of this teaching from your word to your children in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, everyone, I have to go. Love you so much. Thank you so much for watching. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for investing in yourself. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes... We are healed. God bless you.